Half Medium, a podcast with me, Diana, a world-renowned psychic girl, and me, Diana, a regular girl from the south side of Chicago. I've created this podcast to talk about what it's been like navigating my spiritual life with my physical life. I know that there are so many people that think being psychic means knowing it all, but honey, that is not the truth, and I want to talk about it. Join me on Instagram and TikTok at Divine Pearls Medium. You can also join me on Patreon at Divine Pearls Medium, where I go live every month and do readings, and I also have cool discounts for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I look forward to connecting with you all soon. Have an amazing day, and remember to always be you, embrace you, and love you. Hello, welcome back to Half Medium with me, Diana, your psychic girl in the material world. If this is your first time hearing my voice, welcome. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you do, make sure you take a listen to my other episodes as well. All right, so if you clicked on this episode of Half Medium, That means you saw the title, and we have a special guest, JJ Constellation. She has joined us before to talk about tarot, and this time she will be discussing astrology. I asked her to be on the show because I know the very, very basics of astrology, like what is your sun, moon, and rising sign, right? But she knows so much more. And she said yes, and I really appreciate her. JJ is a very busy lady. (laughs) Uh, She has a YouTube channel with over 45,000 subscribers. She posts on Instagram every day, amazing messages that so many of us resonate with. She's a mom. (laughs) She does coaching. She does private readings. She's very busy, so I truly appreciate her saying yes again you guys loved her on the tarot episode and I know that you're going to love today's episode as much as I love creating it with her so without further ado let's get into this interview and I'll see y'all later thank you all right welcome back to have medium thank you so much to every listener I love you so much I know that you clicked on this episode because you saw the title, and today we will be talking about astrology with JJ Constellation, and you guys absolutely loved our episode when we talked about tarot, and the thing about JJ is she has many talents. She can talk about astrology, tarot, Reiki. She makes candles, like JJ knows a lot. And so she was so gracious to come back for another episode to talk about astrology. And we will try to get into as much as we can. She let me know is a very broad topic. So um, we will share as much as we can on this episode. Who knows? There may be another astrology episode. But again, thank you, JJ. Welcome back to Have Medium. 
We all love you over here and really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to come back and to share. And I'm glad to hear that everybody loved our episode. And of course, I'll be back whenever you invite me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm, when I look at, I try my best not to look at the um, the numbers and get caught up in that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I see it. And that episode, people absolutely loved it. So oh, yeah, that is amazing. I love yeah. to hear that. Yes. yes. For sure. Okay. Well, we can jump into my first question, which is what piqued your interest in astrology? You know, I, I'm glad you asked that question because I had to sit down and be like, where did it all start? Cause I didn't, I haven't revisited that uh, memory and it all started with my dad. Everything. Oh. I don't know if you noticed a theme, everything starts with my dad. Um, it was when we were very young, it was a family tradition to watch um, an astrologer and a Spanish uh, TV news, which um, his name was Walter Mercado. Mm-hmm. And so he did daily horoscopes and it was tradition. Like it was something that as soon as we came home from school and my dad from work, it would kind of be like, he's on, Walter is on. And so we would listen to the horoscope. And my dad would be like, you're a Libra. Remember that. Just like me. And I'll be like, oh, okay. But I didn't know what that was. So that's where everything started. And my dad also as an astrologer, because he does read astrology and he he does read um, NATO charts as well. He also started telling me a little bit. But then um, I had to do my own research because I didn't live with my dad all the time. So I had to kind of go on my own with that. But yeah, that's where it all started. Wow. That's so cool. I, I love, like, first of all, like the family time watching <laughs> the yes. horse on televi- television, like a lot of people don't have that story. So that's pretty dope. It's almost like, like a setup to what you would later become. Which yes. Is really thing. yes. Yeah. It, it was amazing because it was definitely bonding time and it was just something we can do together and just really enjoy it. And it was a sacred family ritual for sure. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And it just shows like how we, even sometimes if our parents make us nutty, we are born into our families for a reason, right? Absolutely. So, like we get those moments, you know, with um, getting glimpses into what we will create or work with, you know, later down the line. So that's so dope that, it started with your dad. Yes. That. Yes, absolutely. It's a fun uh, memory to have as well. Yeah. So when you, when you ventured out to do your own research, did you like look at books or, um, um, more along the lines of, I started visiting, what are they called? Botanicas, mm-hmm. botanics. So to get readings and then just basically everything online through YouTube as well. Uh, but no, no books till now that I, I've recently have looked into like tarot books and astrology books, but, uh, no, not at the beginning. No. Yeah. Just basically like everybody else being curious, looking up at your chart in, you know, online and starting there. Yeah. Cool. You know, this is such a, like how you said a memory was unlocked with your dad talking to you because I kind of um started to reflect on some glimpses that I got into it 
And I just remember a friend of mine that he knows anything and everything about every zodiac sign. And he had this huge book that he would bring out usually at parties. And he would say, oh, you were born on this day at this time. So this means this. And he would even go as far to say like, it was like, oh, my back is hurting. What's going on with the Aquarius today? Like he is the first person that would connect body parts to the Zodiac. And I was like, what? Oh, I got a headache. Those Geminis. Is it Gemini season? It's Gemini season. I get a headache every Gemini season. Like, I don't know the connections of the body parts and the Zodiac, but um, he would always talk about that. And I completely forgot. So now I get to why astrology can be very extensive. I get why you, you know, well, definitely. Me- Definitely. Yeah. There's so much to it. Um, it's something like tarot. It's never ending, never yeah. ending learning. And it's really fun. I'm that friend that has all my friends charts in like an app and they'll be like, oh, what's going on? And I'll be like, oh, OK, hold on. Let me look at your chart real quick. And then I would like, be like, OK, this is what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and my friend, he's a Libra too. So maybe that's the thing. I just thought about it. Can it can be. It can be. We're very social, social butterflies for sure. Oh, very interesting. Cool. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. You unlocked the memory in me. Uh, cool. Thank you. All right. Well, I will go to my next question. So mm-hmm. just if you could share about the basics, um, like sun, moon, rising, um, and let's see, what else did I have? Like how to find them and what they can tell a person about yes. them. So we have uh, the basic planets, the personal planets, right? So that's the sun. Um, and everybody has a sun sign. Everybody has a moon, a Mercury, a Venus, a Jupiter, a Saturn, um, a Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto sign. The sun lets us know our identity. This is our ego. This is the sense of self. And this is our confidence level. Now, if we're talking about the moon, the moon is our intuition, is our instinct, but it's also our emotional needs. And it also lets us know um, it's that part of us that not a lot of people get to see. It's the most private part of us. Only those that are real friends can see that moon sign. Unless they have it like on other planets in the same sign, then you're able to see some of that energy there. Mercury is our skills. Mercury is how we gather information, how we process the information and how we communicate. Venus is our money. It's our relationships. In a man's chart, it can represent uh, who he's attracted to, the type of woman that he's attracted to. That would be the Venus. Mm -hmm. Their art style, how they love to decorate their home as well. That's Venus. Mars is our energy. Mars is how we take action, how much energy do we have, and it's also our sexual expression as well, how we are in bed. Mm. Mars, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, Uh, so it's like we have, for so like for all the planets, we have something with all the planets? Yes, we do. Did that make sense? Yes, we do. Yeah, it does make sense. No worries. Yeah, no, we are. So we all have these planets in our chart and based on what sign it is in, this is how we express it's the language that this planet takes. And this is how we communicate that energy. So Jupiter is the husband in a female's chart. 
Um, it is our abundance. It is our luck. It is uh, our optimism as well. It is also has to do with wisdom and expansion. In Saturn energy, this is limitations. These are the rules. This is where we need to be more disciplined and more structured. So wherever Saturn is in your chart, for example, that is where you're going to feel the most limitations or where you need to be more structured is going to require you to put in more work. Mm. So example is in the sixth house. And this has to do with your day to day. Your routines might be something that you need to be structured about. Oh. It's in your seventh house, you know, as well. Structured in relationships, contracts with others, things like this. Um, then we have Uranus and Uranus is your breakthroughs. Uranus is that sudden event. So going back again, if we have Uranus in your sixth house, because I think that's the most I more relatable, which is your routines, your health. Then if you have Uranus there, then you're going to have your routines going up and down all the time. Nothing like it's always changing. It's oh. always there's no stability there or there's always a curveball. Or your health, my unexpected health situations might come up. Then we have Pluto, Pluto's transformation, Pluto's control. Uh, Pluto is death and rebirth as well, and is power. So where Pluto is, this is where you're going to want to control the most. And this is a part of your chart that is going to be transforming the most. Okay. Then we have Neptune and Neptune is our dreams, our imagination. Um, and then we have the North and the South node. The yeah. North node is where we want to go. It's where our soul wants to grow, to move into that energy, to grow and expand. Then we have the, the South node. That is our past life. That is what we're comfortable with. But because we already are comfortable with that and we have learned it from past lives, that's why our soul pushes us to the North node because we want to grow and it's definitely out of our comfort zone. That's mm -hmm. why we hesitate and it's easier for us to stay in our South node because we're comfortable there. Mm -hmm. Our rising sign to me, that is the soul. Every astrologer has different interpretations for that. Um, but the rising sign is that moment that your soul came in here on earth. And that is where everything starts. So your soul here is the one that is, you're growing into that because some people you might like personal experience. I never resonated with my Leo rising because mm. I consider myself a very shy person or not even a creative person to say the least. And I was like, why am I having a hard time identifying with my rising sign? And it's because your soul, what I've gathered through my research and my observations is we come to learn to embody our rising sign most mm. of the time. And so that there, it um, defines our physical appearance. It defines our view of the world, our lens in which we see our soul journey here in earth or on earth. Hmm. That's interesting because I look at you as a very creative person um, <laughs> with like the different pick a card topics. Um, and then even like, selecting specific cards to use just the you know what I'm, I don't know how to explain it but that and then the candles that you create like that's very interesting that um I see creativity like through and through and the success and then creation is not just like um you create something every single day on Instagram when you share those messages not a lot of people would have the energy 
or the mind to sit with um, the cards and with spirit. Cause I know it doesn't just come from the cards with you. It's intuitive. A lot of, a lot of it, I feel is just straight channeling. Um, but the cards are a good tool for other people to see the energy, you know, but um, you like, you're to me, you're like a mega creator. Um, but I, I hear you. <laughs> I'm yeah, a Leo think, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're Leo rising. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So we share the same rising sign. Did you always identify with the Leo rising? Like, is that something that you, when you read it, you were like, oh yes, I'm that? Um, I think eventually when I first was introduced to it, I didn't know what it meant. Basically for most of my life, I was first told that I was a Leo rising by my mother. And I probably was a kid or a teenager or something when she told me. Um, And I just was like, okay. And that was it. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. But I, as I learned about it, because I remember seeing something um, in recent years where they mentioned Leo Risings tend to have like big hair or a lot of hair. And that I have, like I've cut it all, a lot of it now. <laughs> yeah. But um, I still have a lot, even after cutting my hair. Um, so I was like, okay, I get that. Um but I am also, I get what you mean. I'm a very shy person. In my regular everyday life, there are very few people who see my full personality, who even like I've mentioned you guys before this episode, I created the funny video for uh, TikTok and Instagram. Um, but business-wise, people have not seen that side of me, like be really funny and lose but those who are close to me know that I can be really funny. Um, but a lot of people in my life, though, that if we're not close. They, they're like, Donna, you never talk. Like, you never say anything. Like, they think I'm this big mystery. Like, what is your moon sign? Sagittarius. Oh, interesting. That is interesting because moon and Sagittarius, you would think there will be a lot more, it'll come a lot more easier for you to express yourself and like to be out there and to be loud about your beliefs and about, um, you know, your point of view in life. My little one is a moon in Sagittarius and he, he lets you know when he wants him, like he has no filter. Yeah. And yeah. So do you have a lot of water in your chart or earth? You know what? My chart is mostly a mix of fire and air. Um, which is interesting. I thought it, it made sense because I can be, um, I try to cool my temper as much as I can <laughs> because it's like, if you <laughs> fire and then the air just, oof, just air is feeding that fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, that makes sense. So, but you know, it's, it's, I don't know where I get, I, I don't know where I get that shy part of me. But it's weird. It's like when I have to turn on my extroverted self, I do it very well. Like I've been on stages. I, I used to host these programs with friends and just moving around the room. I'm quiet. I may see a person. Hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. But then when it's my time to get on the stage, then boom, I'm on. And yeah. when I'm on the stage, everybody's like, oh my God, like that was amazing. You know, you just, it's just was so natural for you and all these things. And then once I'm off the stage, 
I'm right back to, hey, how, how you doing? <laughs> like, you know what? This? You just reminded me that's a Leo trait, actually. A lot of people think uh, they're very like perf- performance um, because they're the fifth house, which is the stage. And so they're great. A lot of Leos are actors. Um, they're business as well, business owners. And you, they, you can see a Leo when they go up on stage. They're like, they light it up. But then behind closed doors, they can be a bit more reserved. And you reminded me of that because I was like, I can do that. Like if somebody calls me and I'll be that in class too. And they'll be like, oh, or they will always point me to lead. They'll be like, okay, you present. I'll be like, wait, what? Where you're trying to hide? Like, don't call me. And everybody, teacher, classmates, whomever in college, university. And they'll be like, no, you're, you're presenting. I'll be like, okay. And they'll be like, what do you mean you were nervous? You look calm as like nothing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what happens to me once I'm on stage, but it, you know, it's something that comes naturally to us. And I feel like that's what you're picking up on because you said, yeah. you know, that you're very natural when you go up on stage. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So maybe that's a, well, yeah, like a Leo rising thing. I have a godmother. She's a, a reverend. She is a Leo. I don't know her rising or anything. Her sun sign is Leo. Okay. And when she would go out, everybody oh my god oh my god but then I would be with her when she would come off the stage to settle down and she'll just chill out you know um I never made that connection I, I never even I never thought about that but that's interesting yes it is and it's that's why I was saying like the rising sign is something we come to grow into because for me like you said creativity isn't just having a paintbrush or having a microphone you know to sing and dance and when I was young, I thought that that is what it was. But it, it can be something as simple as the way that you do business, the way that you communicate with others, the way that you do your art, the way that you create certain things, problem solve things that in itself can be creativity as well. And so that was something that I needed to definitely grow into. Yeah, that's very interesting. So you all listening when you look at your rising sign, if you say, uh, I don't really get that know that it's something that you can grow into over time and absolutely yeah Yeah. absolutely and also another thing that I do want to say is um well that's going to lead us into the next question so maybe I'll wait for that one (laughs) okay well before we do that I did want to say too I I never thought about it either when you talked about the uh different planets it's so interesting how we are really connected, like oh, yeah. all the planets. It's not just like us on the earth, you know, it's, there's a relationship between this entire universe and I never quite put it together. I've more so, I've looked at the charts out and I'll just see a circle <laughs> or I'll see the chart, like the grid, and it would just be words on paper, but listening to you is like, no, no, Pluto is a planet that you learned about in school, but you are connected to Pluto, you know, mm-hmm. I think they tried to t- take it away or something, but. Oh yeah. They- yeah. They tried. Yes, they did. They tried to say it wasn't, but we all fought for Pluto. I was one of them. I was like, yes, he is a planet. <laughs> no, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like leave him there. Yeah. For but sure. Like, oh, it just. I can't really describe in words the way it, I feel it in my system right now, but it just gave me, for some reason, a different view of 
we are really connected more than to more than just earth um oh absolutely it, yeah I never it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I even I would hear people talk about the moon and um oh the moon is doing this I'm feeling whatever I, I was like okay <laughs> I didn't get it <laughs> Even though I'm, and that's the thing, you can be spiritual in one way, Mm -hmm. but not have an understanding of certain things at the same time. Yeah. So while I'm been a medium and I can connect with, you know, people who are on the other side, like, you know, just like that, different aspects I didn't get, but now literally just like the other day, what was, we just had what a full moon? And Capricorn, yeah, I think so. Yes, full. I remember. But I remember it was full or new. But I know I said a couple of days before, I was like, Oh, this is going on, that's going on. I said, The moon is about to do something, mm-hmm. I know the moon is about to do something. And then, sure enough, a couple of days later, it did. So, um, so I appreciate you explaining oh, all the and how they connect. Um, but yeah, so I'll go to the next question so you can. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. No worries. I was just, um, I was like, should I talk about it now? Or I think it applies to the next question. <laughs> well, the next question is, what is a natal chart? So the natal chart is literally a snapshot of the position of the planets at the moment or the exact time in which you were born. So this is your date, your time, city, and country. And that basically lets you know what type of energies you were um, exposed to at the time of your birth. And so it's beautiful to see because then you're able to kind of see sight of your personality. Again, I like to look at a NATO chart as a guide, not something that is set in stone, not something that, oh, because my chart says I have a bad placement or a debilitated uh, Mars or Jupiter, for example, oh, well, then I'm always going to have like bad experiences in this. It's like, no, it just lets you know where you need to work harder in or what you need to kind of tweak, adjust, or just for you to be mindful when certain things happen. But it's not something that is like, oh, well, just because this is my chart, that's it. Like, no, you still have, you know, availability to change things. But again, every planet has a sign correlated to that mm-hmm. and in our chart at the time that we're born we have that picture and in that picture that you said that it was round it has 12 houses each house belongs to a sign and wherever the planets land in whichever houses like house the first house the second house the third house that says something about you and your personality does that make sense Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> you want to ask anything about that? <laughs> um, let me think. I, I mean, I to me is it's pretty straightforward. And for anyone listening, um, of course, I don't know if I have that in here, but you can look up your chart to, oh, to understand yes. and replay this part if you're like, huh, what circle? <laughs> um, replay yeah. this part. And then um, you'll get the explanation more. But yeah, I, I get it. Yes. And the website I like to use is astro.com. And all you will need is your date, your time, 
and your city and country and okay. your chart will come up okay and is it what about because I feel like on my chart there may be some at least I have one house that has no planets in it does that mean something if there's nothing in that a lot of people a lot of people think that it's a bad thing when you don't have planets in that house but it it does still have an energy to it because let's say for example you're a leo rising thank god that's my rising too so i can kind of use your chart so let's say for example your seventh house which in this case will be aquarius doesn't have any planets it still has the energy of aquarius which depending on you know whether you think uranus rules aquarius or saturn does it still has that energy there it still has that influence there Okay. Now, when you have planets in a particular house, then you have to take a, into account the, the energy of the owner of that house, which will be like, let's say it's the house of Leo, and then plus the energy of the planet that's sitting there. Okay. So it's like, think of a salad, and it's like a bunch of little like things, toppings that you're adding to your chart. Oh, mm -hmm. oh. oh yeah. interesting. That's a good yeah. visual. I, I never heard it that way before. <laughs> yeah, do that's you, how I like to explain it. Do you offer like um, uh, natal chart readings to clients? You know, that's something that I don't offer on my website. I do it more on like uh, on request. I really don't. I've because it takes I, I will be honest. It is a a lot of work. Okay, it does because you have to like sit with the chart and you have to like study it and you know it depends if you're doing like transits as well or if you're looking to future or predictions things like this then it does take time and so that's something that I do if someone comes in and requests it like a lot of my friends do or a lot of clients that have been with me for a while they'll request it they'll email me on the way like hey I want a NATO chart reading and I'll be like okay but yeah it's not on my website no okay okay yeah. well good to know and I guess when you say work, I remember years ago, I went, that was the first astrologer I went to. My mom recommended him. And I still have what he gave me. It was a very thick, <laughs> he printed it out. It was a very thick yeah. set. And he wrote on each page. Um, I think mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, he did tell me things about uh the future. Uh, but then he also just for that particular year he gave me some information um but it was a big um big chunk <laughs> and oh yeah he, I, I've been trying to he did record it back then we used a um tape recorder <laughs> so okay. I have a tape somewhere I don't I don't have a tape player though so I haven't been able to listen to it um but it was very involved and um he, I remember he said something significant about uh, when I turned 36, I'm 36. So I'm patiently awaiting the waiting. Reveal. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm waiting for that breakthrough. What is it? <laughs> like in maybe my early 20s or something. This was a long time ago. So here I am. So oh, there you go. No, but it is. It is something that that's why I do it upon request because I have two kids and then I have my business. And so then it's one of those things that when they just come to me more in private, then I'm able to kind of be like, okay, yes, I have time or I don't. Or if I was to book it like on my website, I'll probably get like 
so booked and then i'll be like oh my god like it, the turnaround will be probably like 20 days or something like that and i'm like yeah it's just for time purposes but it is something that requires a lot of time and then also like you said you know also when you're writing you're doing your notes either you're recording it whether it be through like a voice audio or whether it is a live session where you're looking at the chart together with um your client as well makes sense okay well good to know it can be requested but it is not um yes 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 okay perfect well let me see the next question i have okay so i have does the chart change or does the meaning of the chart change based on like planetary movements of of the time like if pluto goes retrograde or something yes so the the your natal chart per se does not change that stays the way that it is some people do progression charts um that's something that i personally don't do but there are astrologers that do do that so they'll they will see the progression of your sun and then so you were born as a libra and then down the line your son then you'll be a taurus or something like that I'm not very familiar with that, so I'm not going to talk very much about it because I'm, I i don't know much about it, but I just, that is a thing, okay? That is something that, you know, astrologers do and they're amazing at it, but um, I don't do that. <laughs> so I'm like the one that you're, that you're born with, that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to the transit, so what's happening astrologically now today, for example, that Pluto went into Aquarius, um, it does affect your energy because it also is an influence. So anything that is happening right now with the planet will influence your energy, um, your things, depending on the house that it's in. You know, it can affect your work, it can affect your relationships, your money, or maybe when it comes to your your health. So it does. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And I've heard people say things like, back to the moon like this, yes. this, it's a full moon in gemini then people will say if your sun is in gemini then really pay attention to whatever energies mm-hmm. you're explaining i hope that yes because not- it will hit a personal planet okay yeah. yes that, that's what it is so for example if it's a moon in leo then it's going to affect you a lot because let's say your sun is there or you're rising then that will have an effect on you that moon will be in your rising sign so that that's why there's an influence with what's going on currently yes there is but your natal chart it per se like that snapshot what of the planets that doesn't change okay okay cool good to know and that progress progression chart yeah I've never heard of that. I may look into that. That's very interesting. Yes, you um, should. I don't know much about it, but um, it's the little bit that I have learned. It's very interesting. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I could almost see that uh, in the sense of um, like someone who maybe was a complete a-hole in their 20s. And then they have these experiences in life and then they get in their thirties or forties and then they 
transform and then now they are those humanitarian saving the wells loving everybody you yes. know so maybe they express a certain way at one point and then they become you know they evolve and change so yeah they express a different aspect a different side that's what I was gonna that's what I was gonna tell you like because of the progression it's making me think of like your soul evolution Mm -hmm. And so that in itself is very interesting. And I'm like, that makes sense because we do evolve as human beings, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I would love to learn about it too, but um, I don't know much about it. So I'm like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. So just know you guys, I don't know much about it. So I'm just, you know, um, but it's very interesting. It is. Yeah. Very cool. Very. And then too, I always say this, um, we are humans, but we are spirit. And so we can connect into different energies at different times, you know, like, even though I don't have a lot of water in my chart, you would think that I did at certain moments because I can cry at almost anything. I can be very emotional, very, like, when I was thinking about the connection to all the planets, like, oh, my heart, I just, we're all connected. Like, yeah. I really felt like crying, but I was like, I'm not doing it. Keep it together, Diana. So it's like, even though we have all of these things, we can still tune into certain vibrations, you know, or, or really link up to them, even though it may not be on the chart, you know, that we were born with. And so. the thing here is, and I do want to clarify that in the NATO chart, so the circle, how you called it, um, <laughs> we, we all have um, water. All the elements are there. It's mm -hmm. just sometimes we don't have the personal plan. We don't have planets. So for example, we might not have Jupiter or Saturn and no water sign, but we still have water. For example, you're a Leo rising. So you your water houses are the fourth house, the eighth house, and the, the 12th house. Yeah. Those will be where you're going to be more in touch with your feelings. So when it comes to the fourth house, more of your internal self, you keep it to yourself. See, you hide it. That's the house of the moon. Mm -hmm. You hide it and you keep it or you're very emotional when it comes to your family life, your home life, you know, that which is near and dear to you. The eighth house is marriage life. So you might have been someone very private to that, or that might have been a very emotional thing for you. Um, or when you go through, you know, death and rebirth, things like this. Then we're going to your 12th house because as a Leo rising, that's cancer. It's cancer oh. energy. So you oh. have that there. That is the element that rules your 12th house. So you see how you still have those elements there. Oh, yeah. That makes so much sense. I mean, I'm telling you, I will, my brother sent me a video earlier of a, a club that he opened in Colombia, and he just showed me the finished product. And I was like, they have a glass door at the entryway and I just like fell apart. <laughs> it's like, it's a glass door. And someone opened the door and there were people there sitting in chairs. And I just, I was like, just so emotional. And it was struck, it was the glass doors. I said, oh my God, there are glass doors at the entry. And I just melted, like I just cried. So, okay, that makes sense. Thank you for explaining that to me. You're welcome. So we all have elements there. It's just, it's more, I think, easier for us to identify that when we have personal planets. So let's say, for example, you have Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, all in water. 
then you'll be like, okay, no, yes, I am more of an emotional person or people will be able to see that more from you. But if we have like other signs there, then uh, we have that element come out, but we still have every element in our natal chart. Okay. Hmm. This is why you're here. Thank <laughs> you so much for explaining that. Thank you. Okay, let's see what next question. Let's see. Oh, okay. How can a professional help with reading a chart versus pulling one online? Like maybe the benefits or pros and cons of both options. I love that question. Um, first of all, I'm going to start off with pulling one ourself, right? I think all of us have done that. I think before we even go to see a professional, I think all of us were diving deep in there, you know, looking at our chart. I think it's great for learning purposes. I think it's fantastic. I always encourage people to do so, to go and pull a, a, a chart for yourself and kind of see, you know, what piques your interest um, and try to do as much research as you can if you're into that. Or for basic purposes, just for you to know, to be like, I know my rising sign, my moon sign, and my sun sign, which is what everybody knows, right? Yeah. Uh, now, if you want to seek a professional, with a professional, it's it's amazing because you're able to see different aspects, things you cannot interpret. So how does the planets communicate with each other? Are they in conjunction? Are they squaring? Are they trining? Um, you know, you can see, you know, what what is one, because... See, when we're pulling for ourselves and we're learning for ourselves, we can just automatically go based on like, okay, well, my son is in the third house. So that makes me an amazing communicator. Um, but that's about it. Where a professional can kind of be like, yes, but, you know, this house or this planet is making aspects to the sun. Therefore, this is going to tell you this about the sun and how it's going to. And, you know, your son being there is going to aspect this house and this house. And so, therefore, that tells you something else. Um, you can also do that for with a professional of like your relationships. When are you going to be a, a mother? Um, you know, what career should you go into or things like that? They can answer bigger questions with more substance and more clarity as well. Because let's be honest, pulling one for ourselves, unless you yourself are an astrologer, then, you know, even then. Because sometimes, you know, getting a different perspective is always welcome. At least in my opinion, I always think it's great to seek a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, what when you said that, like, <clears throat> I thought about the chart because I've only been to that one professional in yeah. my life. And I remember he said, I want to say it was my my fifth house that had a lot going on in it. I believe it was the fifth house. And he said something about he saw me having three children. And I keep saying, boy, we should get, you know, kind of started with this at this point. <laughs> like thinking it's crazy. <laughs> but when I looked online, uh, looked up charts on different platforms, I never saw anything that said anything about um, something that specific about the number of children that I will have. Um, or um, I have seen some things about potential um, professions that I may do, but like something that specific, I've only gotten that with him. Um, mm -hmm. And then he also uh, gave me information uh, regarding my relationship to my mother. Uh, so it is, 
I think it is a good investment to go to someone professional because Absolutely. it's it's very um not that it's bad, but it can be fairly specific, but online is fairly general as well because they, you know, make paragraphs that many people can relate to, but we are all so unique and have such, you know, varied experiences in life that um having a professional definitely gives a it's a it's a great generic point to start anything online is a great starting point um but like you said you know you got to take into account the other houses the other planets what's sitting next to that planet in your third house fourth house you know um that's something that a professional can assist you with yeah yeah cool. for sure cool. well thank you so i have one more oh. question yes all right, here we go. This is a long it's that question. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> if a person feels stagnant in a certain area, would it be beneficial to look at their natal chart or maybe what's going on with the moon or other planets or maybe a, a combination? Um, so like if I'm like my money, I you know, I'm struggling with this. Should I look at my chart and say, oh, it's your Gemini in the fifth house is above the <laughs> the Leo, the Jupiter or something. That was really bad. I'm trying to get <laughs> it's okay, no worries. I pretty much know nothing about this. Um, but I'm trying to It's okay. I'm not uh, it's okay. I'm not a professional either. Like <laughs> it's just based on my observations and the NATO charts that I've done, but that I don't call myself a professional, so don't worry. Um, but I totally get what you're saying. And so my first question would be like, let's say it's for me, right. And I'm trying to figure this out. Is it something that you've always been doing well financially? And it's like all of a sudden months from now, or a couple of days from now, there was a shift. Then I'll be like, okay, look at the transits. Maybe there's a transit. Maybe there's a planet going over your, one of your money houses. And it's creating some type of influence in your finances. Now, if this is something that you have, I want to say a reoccurring challenge, then I would look at the NATO chart. You can look at both to be, you know, completely real with you. Look at both because it can be either, like I said, certain planets can be, you know, debilitated. They could be squaring other planets to that planet. And so, you know, it's always good to look at how are the planets communicating with each other from your NATO chart, as well as the transits that are going on. So is Saturn going over your money house? In that case, you're going to, there's going to be restrictions there, delays or needing you to be more structured with your finances or Saturn might be telling you like, yeah, uh, budget better because this is what happens when you don't kind of energy. So it, you can look at both. Okay. Good to know. You answered that so well. I was like, this is such a complicated question. <laughs> no, what kind of, I mean, it can be depending. That's why I was like, depending on, are we asking like on a personal, like, do you, like saying like, okay, just me, JJ, I'm having this, like, should I look towards a professional or should I look towards uh, trying to figure out on my own? Is that what we're doing? Or I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like if, if 
I'm stagnant. Like, like you mentioned the transits, mm -hmm. um, which I believe the transits would be like how the planets are moving in that moment or the position. Yeah, in the current time. Yes. The position that they're currently in, the sign that they're currently in. Okay. So like, is it the influence if it's something that happens all of a sudden, like the transits may give a better view of what's been going on in the past month versus if for the past 25 years, you've had the same struggle with this same thing, um, maybe looking at the chart and you say it and also looking at the transits, but looking at the chart to get a, maybe a, a little bit of insight into Absolutely. If you're someone who is familiar with astrology and you're like, okay, I can kind of figure this out on my own, then you can look at the current transits. Um, but if you're someone that you're like, I have no idea, uh, I would better outsource to someone to read my chart and you can do that as well. Okay, cool. Well, this has been great. This was Thank a you. lot of information. Um, we definitely should do a, another. <laughs> yes, we should. We, uh, yes, we should. Yeah, I would like to do a medium one. I don't know if I can like recommend you the theme, but I think I want to do a medium one because I think we can talk a lot like how we can like differentiate. How does mediumship work for you? For like you're asking right now, how does it work for me? Uh, no, like we can do a, 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 a episode. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For yeah. Sure. That way we can be like, we can share and be like, oh, you know what? What works for me is this or like, you know, kind of like teaching them like mediumship can look differently. Oh, um, girl, let me write that down right <laughs> now. Absolutely. I think that'd be really cool. Because you know how yeah. everybody always says, oh, if I'm a medium, I got to look a certain way. Or people, they they do or they do this. Or, you know, the mediumship's got to look a certain process to it or something like that. But I think if we were to able to be like, oh, well, for you, Diana, it looks like this. And for JJ, it looks like this. Like, you know, I think it's a great way to teach you. I would love that because you're right. People, I know when I walk down the street, nobody's thinking that girl is a medium. But if I had like, you know, scars wrapped around my head and carried a crystal ball every day. Yeah, they, they would make that assumption, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. You have someone dressed like that and they may not be a medium, even if they say they are. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah of course. Um, of course. So the, um yes. I, yeah, totally. That'd I will for sure. Yeah, so that would be great. Yeah. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Absolutely. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'm going to close this out. Um, I do want to ask you a question after, but yes. to my listeners, um, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you all. There was a lot of information in this episode. If you need to replay it, make some notes, please do that. Um, you can reach out to me if you have questions. Um, and then JJ, could you please share how people can reach you if they want to book with you? Yes. I am JJ Constellation, one word on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, my website is JJ, so JJSConstellation.com. You can DM me or email me. Uh, that is the way you can contact me. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So you all take care. And, um, you know, I always say be you, embrace you, and love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.
Okay, I hope that you love today's episode. Um, JJ got a gave a lot of great information. Uh, because astrology is such a broad topic, I have a feeling we will definitely do a part two of this. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this one. You guys know I always do the um, card of the day. I did not forget. So I'll go over the card now. So it's from my IB Knowing deck. And the card is Open Your Throat Chakra. It's card number 21. And this card is, is about really, really, really being bold with your voice and allowing your voice to uh, be heard. And also for some, it may be learning when to um, be discerning with what you say. So some people, they just talk. You ever met someone who talks a lot, but they say absolutely nothing. (laughs) And then someone else who says very few words, but it's always significant. It always means something. So I feel like this card is about being bold with your voice, but it's also about being discerning on when to speak up, who to speak to, when to speak, right? And really developing a relationship with your voice. Uh, The throat chakra is blue. So you can work with uh, the color blue to open that up. But just to do a quick research um, online and see what you can find about the throat chakra. Uh, So yeah, that is a card of the day. I hope that it is helpful and I hope you have an amazing day or night whenever you are listening. Y'all take care. Oh, almost forgot. Again, I always say be you, embrace you, and love you. And I'll talk to you soon. If you made it this far, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. If you would like to stay connected, feel free to email me at divinepearlsinsight at gmail.com. And please share Have Medium with your friends and family and with anyone who you feel would be interested in learning a little more about what it's like navigating the spiritual and the physical. Until next time, remember to be you, embrace you, and love you. Now talk to you soon.